Welcome back, LUQ fans, to more coverage of the Mortal Dawn on their very first official League quest. You know, Kip, I've kicked around Tarelli for a while now, and I gotta say, the Taproot Tavern, absolutely the best lamb sandwich. Unbeatable. Storm, you've always been a man of taste and culture, and it looks like there's some strange goings-on about in that town with all these mutated teens. Every small village is gonna have a few stories here and there, but Tarelli's forests are something to be reckoned with. I hope these kids run in headfirst. Me too, Storm. Me too. So we find the mortal dawn standing in the back room of the Five Borders Church. Father Hesh stands before you surrounded by just the four most tormented, mutilated, twisted bodies you've ever imagined. Writhing in pain, moaning in agony, and uh, this old grizzled farmer man pointed out to the woods and claimed that the children had been going out at night and that something evil was out in those woods. They hadn't found anything, but perhaps they should try sending professionals. So, these are old children, then, these poor creatures. He says kids. I think he means just young. Yeah, they're all close to 20-ish, give or take a few years on either side. Damn kids. (laughs) And the ones who went to go look for them, they were all older than that? Local farmers and a couple of woodsmen. Any idea where they are going inside the woods? Not really. I just see them come out. Must be a straight line from town. Let me tell you, the deeper you get in that forest, the older it gets. The Don's Wield is a dangerous place. Have you searched their bodies to see if there's anything else on them? Just the clothes on their backs that ain't gobbled up by their twisted forms. Did you take any magic users to see if there was magic afoot? Magic users? Father Hesh can barely rub two magic spells together. That's not really called for, Burton. I'm not surprised. Uh, with the inferior god, it makes sense that you don't have a lot of potency among your clergy. Well, well uh, Father Hesh, has any other weird things been happening in the last few weeks or months? Months? You uh, never know when it started. I suppose several months ago, we had someone move in, but that's not that unusual. I mean, they moved out onto the island, but they haven't even been in town. They've been very isolated. Who is this yeah. person? I don't know. Never and introduced himself. Could be a her. I just know someone bought up the property. Word came to me one way or another. And where is this relative to the uh, woods? Oh, opposite side of town. Uh. Near the base of the mountains. Well, what time is it? It's not yet noon. Okay. You say, say what, we have time before night? Maybe we prepare, we go out? I doubt uh, we are going to have the same troubles as uh, farmers and, and stupid children. We'll be okay. If you need to prepare, then the Oilstone Market has lots of goods for going out, adventuring things. Looks like you're pretty weighed down with gear, but should you need anything, she's well equipped. The you, Hesh. Hmm? You need to stop using boiled wine. This is not effective for cleaning. You have to use pure spirits. Just direct, do not heat. It's just going to damage the tissues. You're wasting your time and you're hurting them. Where do I get spirits? The vodka. I'll have to check with the tavern, I suppose. Yeah. You, your name was Bertrand? Bertrand, yeah. You said there were these kids, they were all going to the woods? Some sort of group activity. Gangs, if you ask me. You know any of them who have been to the woods and come back? Hmm. I can't tell their faces apart at nighttime. I just hear the kids running about. Sorry. Me. Wish I did or I'd tan their hide myself. You live against the forest nearby? No, I live near the peach orchard. Do any of these Hurthax gestures at mm-hmm. the people, do any of them have siblings? We all got family. Two of them are outside, praying. 
check with the siblings. I'm going to start hastily walking towards the siblings. Uh, well, there's the, the old couple out there, and then out there we'll say that there's at least one sibling, uh, a very young girl. She's probably like 14, uh, braided. Yo, grieving child. <laughs> she looks to her parents like, RTM, you'll scare her. Uh, hello, little girl. How are, are you? You're so big. <laughs> you definitely terrify her. She's like hiding behind a pew right now, like peeking up over. I've got my sun hat like pushed down over my head. So it's like just right. you could just see shadowy glasses and everything. While she's terribly frightened, she's also dangerously youthfully curious. So she's like peeking out over the top. What do you want? We just wanted to maybe see how you're feeling. How is it I am supposed to scare a child? But the giant is okay. I'm very friendly. <laughs> I don't feel good. I've been here all day. I'm oh, sorry. Are, are you hungry? I'm bored. bored. And I'm sad and worried about my brother. I can tell you a riddle. <laughs> I don't like riddles. That weirdo outside's always talking about riddles. <laughs> they, they, she's with parents. They're like in the in the temple, but she's kind of playing about on her own. She looked to them when you guys got near, but they're busy praying. What's your name? My name's Gertruda. Well, it's nice to meet you. Did you guys see my brother? Did you see Thomas? What was left of him? Artyom. Now's not the time or the place. Is he okay? Not very. (laughs) I can't tell if there's the one with hair growing out of his mouth or the one with missing limbs. Missing? Oh, no. She's gently weeping to herself. Don't cry. Are you going to make him all better? We We will do everything we can. We are here to help. Okay. But maybe you can help us. Uh, do, do you know where your brother was going? Where in the woods? Uh, him and his friends go out there sometimes, but only at night time. Uh, his friends? Um... I hear him leaving when I'm in bed and he tells me to stay under the covers and not bother him. <clears throat> Has he looked different lately? Maybe uh, tired? I don't know about tired. He sure is using the bathroom a lot. Hmm. Does he look good after he gets out or bad after he gets out? No, he used to look pretty good. He'd have way more energy. He was working on the farm all day, and he didn't get tired, and he was doing real good. No, he's been going to the woods for a long time now. Mm. A couple uh, weeks, maybe, and he was doing real He was real friendly. We got to play all the time, and then he kept coming back, and it seems like he got a little bit sicker each time. Does what? he have any new things? No. Toys, maybe, that he tells you not to touch? Uh, I don't get to touch any of his toys, but nothing new. Seems like he was losing stuff. Losing stuff? What do you mean? Oh, he kept... He lost the hunting knife that Dad gave him. He had a couple of coins saved up that he says he must have gotten stolen. I don't know. Are there any of his friends that that are not in the church at this point? Yeah. I'm worried they're going to get mad if I tell, though. Well, I mean, if you tell us, it might help us help your brother. Well... Philip's his best friend, and he hasn't gotten sick yet. They go out to the woods together. Do you know where his house is, or where he might be right now? Yeah, he lives He lives close to the forest near the Newwood Clearing. Sometimes he helps work in the market, too. He's probably there right now. I'm going to start walking that way. Herodax will go with Artyom, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's, wait, what's your name? I'm Christ. Christ, is it going to be okay? It's going to be okay. Okay. Don't lie to the child. Oh, as, as we're walking, Herithax will lean into Artyom and be like, How do you think the one with no arms or legs got back to town? <laughs> <laughs> That's a serious question, right? But also... 
Or was it just no arms? It was just no arms, wasn't it? There, the, the no bones. Limbs arms. were boneless. No yeah, yeah, the boneless limb one. How did that? Get, how'd they get back to town? RGM doesn't know. <laughs> I would wager he was uh, tied around somebody else's neck like a scarf. A strong, oh. strong breeze. Okay, so maybe someone just rolled it. This is good. This is fine. Or maybe a slingshot kind of thing. You grab him and just pull. So where where head do? Uh, we're going to free in the market. Yes. Find sure. this Phillips chap. All right. It is uh, getting near noon. The market is bustling. There's several horses that again are still outside. A couple of them are being uh, saddled up and ridden away. It looks like the saddles are brand new. Um, like they probably brought them here just to get them. And you go in, it's a fairly open front market. It goes deep into the back. Shelves and shelves of farming equipment, uh, different like spools of clothing and fabric, trade goods, spices, even like grocery stuff. And then on the back wall, there's like a handful of swords, some leather armor, and more intense farming equipment, like large blades for cropping high branches on trees and things like that. And there's a woman behind the counter who is wearing kind of a, almost like a gunmetal colored vest that looks like it has chainmail underneath it. And uh, she has toasted hazelnut-colored skin, dark brown hair that goes down into braids. And she has lots of gold rings in her ears. Um, She's probably from the Free Isles. And uh, as you enter, she can tell you guys, obviously, look very different than the normal peasants that come in and out. And she says, Welcome to the Oilstone Market. Where is Phillips? Philip? Well, he's working in the back. He's unloading crates. There's only one Philip? I'm very confused. I've only got one Philip who works here. Has he been behaving abnormally lately? No, he hasn't been doing his job good at all. Have a few of your things gone missing, then? Well, the the till's been a little low for a few days. Are you here to buy anything? I've got lots of goods. Maybe later. You look like adventuring types. You wouldn't be wrong. What gave it away? What is it, a floating little metal man, maybe? And I just walk past her. (laughs) She seems pushy to get a sale. (laughs) Uh, Uh, What? what? You're not allowed back there. I'm going to see this Philip. She interposes herself between you and the door, and she squares up without budging. I'll tell you what. Uh, show me your wares, and maybe you'll give us a little time with uh, Mr. Philip. Well, I can go get him, but I'm not letting you in my back room. That's where I keep my wares. Yeah, you tell him, and then he runs. This... Tell me, how do you feel about the lives of several people on your shoulders? Because I can tell you, it is a heavy weight to bear. I have no guilt on my conscience. You will. I'm trying to intimidate her. Sure. <laughs> Is this not an open-air market? The front half of it is just, like, out there onto the street, yeah. But the back of it is, like, a storeroom. Oh, okay. 18. Well, she seems to get the fact that you are implying that she will have something to do with what's been going on in town, and it seems to leave a mark with her. Like, she... How is it my fault? Christ will uh, continue to try to persuade her to... Let me... I I succeeded. (laughs) Because this young man is behaving abnormally, perhaps stealing things. If you go tell him that we are here to speak with him, he runs, then we have no lead. No one to find, and then their deaths will inevitably fall to you because you are too proud or too resistant to let us go behind you into some back room. We are televised right now, as you can clearly see. I point to the, the He's still man. invisible. Uh, oh, oh, I thought they were visible. <laughs> no, only when oh, he talks okay. to you guys, he becomes visible. We are members of the League. Anything we do will be, vi- will be seen, and we are be held responsible for any crimes you commit. I'll tell you what. If, he, if I go get him, he's not going to go running. And she takes a step in the back, and you hear like a clud and a thud. And then she comes out with this kid with, like, a bushel of red hair under her arm. And she, like, throws him into your arms. Most impressive. Thank you. Take as long as you want. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, what the hell are you doing? Get your hands off me. I just kind of, like, wrap him on the back of the head with my knuckles. (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) barf. You should probably be quiet until you're asked a question. Question? Who the hell are you? I never seen none of you before. 
Artyom, again, you're scaring the child. That is the point, I think. And he's like looking at his boss like, Andreeva, what's the point of this? You're really strangers bonking me on the noggin. <laughs> I love this guy's voice. It's killing him. <laughs> Bon Bonking me on the noggin. <laughs> so, it looks like one of your friends, or many of them, are not doing so good. Maybe. Maybe you could tell me what you're doing differently. I, it's, I, what, who been talking? Who told you? I'm not sure if that matters. I'm going to use thaumaturgy and my eyes are going to glow with the light of the sun as, as I tip my sunglasses down. I know what I need to know. Gay jukes! <laughs> <laughs> Some kind of demon boy. Can Gadzooks please be this episode's title? <laughs> oh my god, yes. Look, you're... Let's let's go out front. I don't want to hear my boss getting incriminating evidence. <laughs> so I'll kind of usher like, him out. You've got ten minutes, and uh, he'll follow you out. He says, "Oh, beans! Well, I do this time." <laughs> um, what have you been doing in the woods? You're here about Thomas, aren't you? Yes. No, we're here about masturbating against trees in the middle of the woods. Yes, we're here about Thomas. Who told you? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, me and Thomas and some of the boys, there's, there's some fellas that hang out in the woods at night, and if we bring them coins, they trade us for some some, some special t treats. Treats that make you feel funny? Yeah. That's what I thought. Look, we used to take them, and we get to work all day, and we feel real good, and none of the stupid dumb shit our parents would yell at us, bother us, everything was... Sunshine and raspberries. Hmm. I'm going to take his eyes. I'm going to look into them. I'm going to kind of get a look of what's going on. His eyes are a little bit sunken in. He seems like he's not. I'm going to take him and I'm going to kiss him full on the mouth and see Ooh. if I can taste that same strange fluid problem. Okie dokie. A different time. <laughs> 14. Why'd you smooch me? <laughs> I'm tasting your humors to see if perhaps you are... Uh, you don't... It's like if you taste it, it's like super, super subtle. But it is there. Maybe like a little bit. Okay. I trust you maybe are not using as much as your friends? No, I couldn't afford it last time. Mm. I just went with them hoping maybe I could nip a little bit off the bottom as you know they say. Are you out right now? Do you have any left? No, why? Do you know where I can get them? No, count yourself lucky you're out, idiot. Who else is going with you? Me and Thomas and the other two, they're in the back there, the church, all bound up and sickly. Wait a moment, wait a moment. Uh, aside to my, my teammates, please. Please, can we just, without him, I can go in the woods with them next time. I'll disguise myself. You, disguise. This is your, this is your plan. Uh, yeah. Why not a normal-looking human being, not a giant freak or weird <laughs> lizard man or strange dark elf? I am very good at disguise. That? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to see? Look, I'm not going out in those woods no more after what happened to Thomas and the others. One more time. One, just one more. I'll tell you where it's at, but I'm not going. I'd rather get my skin tanned by my daddy, Lady Andrina, and you lot. I'm not going. I don't think there is enough skin to go around for this much tanning. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm string bean for sure. <laughs> Can you also describe those who uh, sold you these things? Well, sure, there was... There were two big fellers, and they had big beards. They kind of looked like they were from Dornheim. They had a funny accent. I don't know what kind of crazy people talk with that sort of silly accent, but it made me laugh. 
And the other one was a tall, skinny feller. Uh, did ever saw his face because he had some sort of veil thing on, like a like a mask in the front of your hood. Did they look affluent? I don't rich? know what that word means. <laughs> they look good. Did they look rich? And uh, two looked like just your normal tufts, but the other guy was a fancy boy. And he I... told us, that the, well, he called them pills, but it tastes like candy to me. Philip, are you absolutely sure you won't come with me? I think that you'll lend me credibility. I ain't going back to those. I'll, you show me a map of the Don's Wheel, and I'll draw a big old X on it where they meet. But um, I think Chris will, at this point, cast suggestion on this fellow so that he will lead us. It's also the middle of the day, but he can yeah, definitely you maybe hold off on that. <laughs> I don't think I don't think we need him. Let's be honest. Uh, whatever we do, these people are probably looking for people to sell to. You said that Thomas and two of the others. Mm-hmm. Where did the fourth come from? I don't know. She must have been going off on her own and getting the pills. She didn't travel with us. You know who she is? I, I couldn't recognize her. She looked like she was made of hair. They got back to town, all right. It wasn't until they tried to go to bed that they got all twisted up and their parents found them. Did you ever take more than one dose? Heck no, I could barely afford one every, every week. I've only had it a few times. Delicious. Do yourself a favor. If somebody gives you strange candies, don't take them. I feel like I shouldn't have to say this. But made everything feel good. It made life a song. You're a special kind of idiot. <laughs> I'm going to go back to work now. I sure hope I never meet y'all again. Duh. And uh, as he goes back in, you see a figure um, who's wearing just like brown and gray leathers. Um, looks like he probably works in the store as well. He looks like very subtly tiefling. Like he maybe just has like baby bumps of horns like under his skin. Everything okay, Philip? You fine out here? He said, nah, I'm all right. These guys are weirdos, though. I wouldn't talk to them if I was you. And he'll uh, meet you out in the street where you're at and says, Sorry to interrupt if you're having some kind of meeting. My name is Sewell. He holds his hand out and he's got long fingernails. Uh, I tip my hat. Chris will shake his hand. I kind of work part-time for Lady Andriva here at the Oilstone Market. I sell my own wares and rent a little bit of a floor space. I don't take up much. Do you have magic? Well, I got all kinds of things. Depends on, he kind of shifts his eyes back and forth. Depends on what you're looking for. If anyone wants to roll an insight check, they can. Chris will definitely roll an insight check. How do you know this devil? Philip? Uh, He's just a loudmouth little kid that works in the back. Chris rolled an 18, plus 2 is 20. Uh, He is trying to subliminally say that he is probably selling things that are naughty. (laughs) Very intrigued by your wares. Care to show me? Well, you don't look like you're from around here. And last time some folks from out of town came in, they were very interested in my product. What kind of product is this? Well, it's something that I collected out in the Don's Wheel on my own free will in my own time. What kind of folk? The folk from before? Yeah. Well, they were Dornish nobles. Yeah. That's what we were looking for. Do you have Dornish nobles for sale? <laughs> I don't, but I can show you what I got for sale. Uh, Chris will turn to the party and say, um, Well, if he happens to magically have a sample, maybe we can come up with a... Some kind of antitoxin, something to counteract this? I'm willing to bet that he's probably simply sold components that were then made into what we need. What did you Even. sell the nobles? Well, I can't really say here in town. I'd get into a great heap of trouble. I Maybe would. you can say outside of town. We Absolutely. Are... I got my so- my little side shop set up in the New Dawn's clearing. Let's take a little trip, shall we? I got no weapons. I'm not going to try to sneak anything on you. I just want to make a sale today. As he says that, I lean, lean into uh, Harithax. Look, he does not have weapons, but the men who are going to jump us probably do. Hmm. And he shouts into the shop, Lady Andreev, I'm going to take these fine folk out to the forest for a little bit to do with some selling. 
She says, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> well, let's get going, shall we? It's only about a five minute walk from here. And he takes you out and not far from town, it leads into the very beginning of this forest. Goes a ways north, a long road kind of leads into the town and he goes past that. And there's sort of a clearing up in the woods. It's totally blocked from line of sight of town. Kind of has trees wrapping around it in a big cosp, I think it's called. I don't know. Not good at geography. Um, and he takes you. Cops? Cops. That's so there's a lot of cops here and they bust you and you all go to jail. <laughs> That's um, good that I cast mage armor on the way there then. <laughs> right. Uh, but he leads you into the clearing and there's like a, a little bit of shadow cast under these big tall trees. And you see a wooden crate kind of like tucked pretty well hidden under the tree line uh, and he goes over to it and I need everyone rolling a perception check one <laughs> seven six <laughs> twelve for her attacks wow Wait. you guys don't really hear anything other than just the sound of the forest and he kind of pats the top of the box and you hear like a, a rustling from inside he I says this here's a sold as a matching pair probably worth about a hundred gold drachs if you ask me and he kind of lifts the top off carefully and has like a chain on it. And you see the top of it is actually a cage like in a wooden crate. And there are two of these pretty big furry brown animals. Um, and you hear the whimpering from inside. Like, oh, 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 are they sad? Oh, oh. Are they sad? And you hear like a scratching as this like big beak comes like chip chipping up, up above the line of the cage. And you see it's two very young like infant owlbears. Is this what the Dornish bought? No, something kind of like this, but this is something I got very recently. I'm pretty proud of it myself. From where did you get these poor creatures? Well, out in the Don's Wheel, I'm a little bit of a woodsman myself. Oh. Mother was away from the den for just long enough for me to sneak in and take them. That is an exceptionally foolish thing to do. Why's that? Have you ever seen an angry owlbear? Well, I heard the tales, but these are just babies. They're not dangerous when they're locked up. You can train them. They're still young enough to be impressionable. They could be good god animals. You could use them on your adventures. Does it not understand the idea of angry mother? Well, her mother was a long ways from here. I, I traveled quite a distance. They'd have to have one heck keen sense of smell to find us over here. That would be the perfect opportunity for a giant Albert to bust into the clearing. Sorry, go on. Yeah, I need everyone to roll me initiative, please. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like the Mortal Dawn is finding more questions than answers. I hate having to knock the head to some random guy just trying to do his job, but needs must when the devil's drive. Breaks my heart, though. You know what's not heartbreaking? The following words from our sponsors. Hey there, Bornark Axebreaker here again, welcoming you to another episode of Gitter Dungeon. Now, uh, we've been looking at ways to upgrade your beloved dungeon while saving money and learning how she really works, but uh, today we're going to talk about some preventative renovations. Uh, the biggest risk you have to worry about when maintaining halls full of traps and secrets is rogues. Now, I know what you're thinking. These ancient halls have stood for a thousand years, so no mortal would dare challenge my domain or etc. Well, I got some bad news for you on that front. Yeah, some little street rat with a leather wallet full of pointy metal bits is going to roll in here and unzip this baby like a sleeping bag. They're crafty, and they tend to travel with groups, and they can be tricky to kill. To help defend your dungeon from rogues, remember my three eyes. The first is isolate. Get them away from their group. And good news is, they do this on their own pretty often. Now, uh, some of them know a thing or two about fighting, but they're gonna try to hide from you. So be aware, and keep your halls well lit. And once they're on their own, if you can get your hands on them, you'll have a much better time getting rid of them. Removing their allies makes it way harder for them to defend themselves, and do what's known as a sneak attack. 
The second is inconvenience. Now these little devils will take apart a trap like a jigsaw puzzle and open a door that's been locked for 200 years with half a toothbrush. Keep them on their toes. You can't pick a lock if you're covered in fire ants. The third is intoxicate. Rogues are quick. You can fill this whole room with arcane fire and those crafty buggers will do a backflip and walk away without so much as a singed eyebrow. Now you fill this room with deadly nerve gas and main is tough against poison. Isolate, inconvenience, and intoxicate. And take care of your beloved dungeon and spend time to rogue-proof it. Before you know it, you'll be up to your neck in adventurers looking for some free treasure. And that's your treasure. Join me every Sunday for a new episode of Gitter Dungeon, brought to you by the Nexus Enterprise. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hi, everybody. This is Zach. And Law. And as I'm sure you all know, we are always accepting sponsorships with businesses, especially local businesses in the Portland area. But we're also excited to hear from charities and those who have personal messages or cross-promotion with like-minded people. If you're interested in reaching out to us about any of these things, you can send an email to admin at slapdashstudios.com. We're also interested in your guys' fake ads ideas, one of your favorite parts of the show are the fun fake ads in the middle. And more ideas are always great. We love using things from other people. Um, if you're interested in sending us questions about the League of Ultimate Questing, whether it's the actors or the characters they portray, how the world works, or the League itself, you can follow us at Slap the Dash on Twitter and hashtag LUQA with your questions. Bubble, bubble, brew a double. Water boil and strain a tubful. Classic roast of nut and oak. Grind the beans and let them soak. Mocha, drip, or macchiato. Dash of cream or black ristretto. Origin of fairest trade. By the ounce and pound be weighed. Smoky herbs of bitter plum. By the cupful this brew comes. Start your morning ritual with Baba Java and the Caffeine Coven. Now that's black magic. Right, so first in the initiative is Harothox. You don't see anything yet, but I would like you to roll me a perception check. Okay. Uh, 20 total. Yes, absolutely. Coming through the woods, you just hear this lumbering, roaring force tearing through the undergrowth and small trees getting pushed out of the way as something is coming towards you at a high rate. So hearing that, I will look at this Tieflesque dude. <laughs> Tieflish. Um, yeah, Tieflish. I will look at him and go, Release them now. And he's like fidgeting for a key. Um, anything else on your turn? I will uh, cast Bless on the four of mm, us. Nice. Nice. Third level warlock, second level spell slot. Yeah, y'all been blessed. That's once again 1d4 to your attack rolls and your saving throws. So when you roll that d20, drop a d4 as well. Uh, that makes it Arvid's turn. What would you like to do? They're coming straight towards us. The owlbear is... You're not sure. You can oh. hear where it's coming from off the board, but it's uh, it's about to enter the clearing. We a metagame, Samantha. Um, you basically have a second to prepare before something really big shows up into your line of sight. Arvid will try to place himself between the sound and the party. Okay, so go ahead and, and move. And pull out weapon. Oh. 
Sorry. Sure. Move Arvid up towards that dark green tree. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And uh, weapon out. Uh-huh. Curved sword, great sword. Oh, the big one. Yeah, the big one. That makes it Crist's turn. You also have one round of preparation before something big cometh. Crist will just activate shard hide and just be on the lookout. Sure. And you see like some birds just like fly off in the distance as there's just like a gentle sonic hum that fills the clearing of the forest. That makes it the enemy's turn. If you would mind placing that right in front of Arvid. Tearing through this huge old cluster of trees and bushes comes this massive matron owlbear with huge feathery plumes coming off the side of its head. A massive ripping beak and just giant, like, five, six-inch claws on the end of each beefy appendage. And it just tears out and immediately, like, slams full body into Arvid. Let's see how this goes. Yeah! 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 (laughs) (laughs) Fucking love it! Uh, Two attacks from the owlbear, one beak and one claw attack. So we're coming at you with a 21 to hit. That, that hits me. And even higher with a 24 to hit. Oh, 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 oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, you are going to take, for me, you're not raging yet, um, which is a thing. Yep. Yep. Let's give you a total. That'll be easiest. Uh, 19 points of damage. Oh, holy Jesus. <laughs> Oof. As you are slammed to the ground by this giant, towering, matron, Kodiak-sized mother big bird bear. Oh, no. Now it's big bird. Long series of uh, adjectives there. That makes it Artyom's turn. Yeah, it does. Okay, well, let's see here. It's at some distance. I'm assuming I can shoot it without risking hitting Arvid since, you know, it's a big bitch. It is a big bitch. I'm going to put myself behind this here box. Mm-hmm. You're now kind of on a slippy slope of rock, but you can manage to stand there. Oh, okay, cool. Well, maybe maybe here instead then. Sure. <laughs> um, so I just have five foot adjustment, and then I'll just pull out my crossbow and take a shot. I like it. Roll to hit, please. Mm-hmm. I need to do that, don't I? Fucking nope. Big no? Big fucking no. <laughs> Is it a one? <laughs> Two. Okay. Then that just whizzes into the trees, and it like its body lowers as it pins down Arvid, and it shoots over the mother's head. Um, and you have moved... That makes it uh, back to Herathox's turn. And, of course, the uh, tiefling is kind of going on your turn as well. And he's, like, fishing for a key, panicking, like, desperately just looking for a way to open this box. And he obviously does not handle the pressure well. Herathox will move up to the box. He, he already lifted the lid, right? Yeah, so it's just a cage. Now you can, like, see the cage that is inside of a slightly larger wooden crate. Is there a lock on the cage? Yes. Is it like a, just like a padlock? Yeah, it looks like a chain wrapped around closing it with a pretty standard okay. heavy padlock. Uh, Haruthex is going to pull on that and then use my primal savagery cantrip okay. to just, like, mouth start dripping with acid and just bite the chain and try and shear it off. Sure, just give it the big chomp. Yeah. I rolled a three. <laughs> hey, all right. And this is also your first time trying out your new big bite. It was eight total. Did eight hit a chain? Yeah. Okay. Did you get a... Did, are you blessed? Oh, I am blessed. I did bless myself. Nine. Still, <laughs> it still hits. Okay. Uh, you do kind of get your head slightly wedged into the box itself, but you are now effectively gnawing on the, uh, the okay. block. Okay, and so it takes... I'm going to say you miss a bite. Yeah. <laughs> it takes it takes four points of acid. The chain. Four points to the chain? Yeah. Okay. It's starting to like slowly melt through, and somehow your teeth manage to not get damaged by this metal. The magic of the new spell making you stronger than ever before. Arvid, you are in a place. Okay. Uh, I feel like this may be a good time to see if it's an animal that'll understand me just passively. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to shout... Whoa, Mama, we're trying to let your kids go. (laughs) Whoa, Mama. (laughs) I'm going to have you try to roll me a persuasion check or handle animal. Mm -hmm. This sounds like persuasion because you're specifically using your language ability to do it. Yeah, I don't have any bonuses on that, though. No. Mm. 
Okay. You are blessed. Oh, yeah. That doesn't affect ability Just checks, attack, though. So. Attack rolls and saving throws. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Caught myself. So not that. Uh. 11. Well, it, you give it pause. Mm. And again, I said that with a creature with pause, and it's always funny. Every time. <laughs> um, uh, anything else? Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I am going to rage Good. and attempt to stand up. Have you filed the requisite documents in triplicate? <laughs> uh, so go ahead and roll me an opposed athletics to get back to your feet and take control of this. Uh, you have advantage now that you have rodged. Mm-hmm. She's going full roger. She is 100% rodged. Uh, okay, so that's uh, 20. All right, yeah, you push her off just enough to get back to your feet. Mm. And regrip your mighty two-handed sword. That makes it Christ's turn. Christ will yell at the party saying, Don't hurt the mother. And he's actually going to twin cast suggestion and kind of exude the thought, calm, or peace for both the dude who enslaved the child and the mother. Okay. Um, so I'm going to make two separate wisdom saving throws. And just give me a very clear one-sentence description of what you're putting into their head for a suggestion. Remain calm. That, that seems like... I, I don't know if I can give two separate... No, no, I like that. Remain calm sounds great. I just wanted to know the words so I know what to go off of. Um, so this is going to be for the feller. He's a big no. And the mother actually gets a 14 total, um, which does beat your DC. Um, so he, though, calms down, and it looks like he's found his key. And he's going to uh, have the next turn to open the cage. You've caused, calmed his panicked mind. But she's just, like, furious. Ah, are these the spell tokens? Yes. Cool. That's great. Uh, Chris um, just laid down some pretty sick-looking coins. Yeah, they're shiny, and they have little nexuses on them. I like it. So now it's her turn. Uh, she's going to shove you out of the way and barrel forward towards the person who is uh, currently agitating the lock. Uh, so if you could move Arvid for me and slide forward Big Mama, Large Marge. <laughs> Large Marge. <laughs> Large, yeah. To, to there or farther up? like all No, that's great. Uh, just right where she was is great. Okay. I like it. Because, boy, that's a big mini. <laughs> so she's going to do a bite attack on his face, and then she's going to claw at the cage. Boy, she's just really good at hitting things. Um, she has a large bonus to hit. So she eats a good chunk of his face off. Oof. And... Also, just, like, the cage is not fully rended or anything. It's still intact, but, like, the crate is just in splinters. Um, and it's kind of tipped on its side now, and the babies are just freaking out, like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> um, And that makes it Artyom's turn. Hey! Is it obvious that she's gonna keep attacking us? Uh, she seems like she's kind of cross-focused between getting people away from the cage and getting it opened. Well, this is a tricky one. Okay, um, so she she's, has split focus... Seems like most of her attention is on the cage itself. I'm going to look at the man. Run, you rod! Get out of here! Go! Go! His face is just like <laughs> ripped open as she beaked the shit out of it. Is he still functioning? Oh, he's barely standing, but yeah, he's, uh... Let's let's assume he's screaming. <laughs> does it look safe? Does it look like he's capable of understanding? <laughs> yes. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. You're guessing he had a similar plan in mind. I don't want to kill Mama. That seems like bad juju. I'm going to go ahead and hit him with healing word. Okay. Ugh, That'd be a bonus action. Yep, so that's a 1d4 plus my spellcasting. Four. Nice. So he's healed for seven. Would you say that having his half of his face torn off has shattered the calm that he experienced? <laughs> <laughs> he's on a fucking roller coaster right okay. now. <laughs> he's still like weirdly chill, though, because okay. he still has the spell reverberating in his brain. Um, so, 
Anything else on your turn? Um, I'm just going to reload my crossbow, just in case. Heard. Uh, Harithax, you are now still chewy chomping on this big lock. It's pretty close to breaking. I will try one more time. Same thing. Mm-hmm. I will I will try and, and finish this chain off. Okay. Being very conscious of the giant owl bear that is like thrashing this cage right in front of me. Yeah. I will roll and try not to roll a one. That's a ten. I'm all right. You got it. Yep. You uh, see that damage? So another... The damage. Another four points of acid. That's enough. Okay. Um, so clanking your teeth together you break through the last of it the acid just melting away at the metal turning it into a much softer malleable alloy and uh, it falls to the ground and with her great clawed strength like still jostling the cage back and forth it tips over and these two like roly-poly baby bears come toppling out <laughs> and then her and they get to their feet back up okay um she slams her paws down over the cage and kind of like umbrellaing the two babies underneath her and just lets out this I shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> you feel just like spittle slap you in the face. The fella goes running as fast as he possibly can back towards the town. And she seems to let him. I'm going to start slowly stepping backward. <laughs> Are we all going to like scooby And she does step. kind of like take a swat at him as he runs, but she just kind of catches air. She kind of locks eyes with all of you and kind of snarls, but there's a kind of intelligence behind her eyes that you wouldn't expect from someone who was just raging so hard a second ago. She seems to be calming down now that her babies are kind of clawing around her feet, like doing little figure eights between her legs. And uh, unless anyone wants to do otherwise, we can assume you all slowly back away oh, from this just clearing. Just get the fuck out of here. Yeah. All right. She turns before you get fully out of the clearing and the babies follow her back into the woods. Um, she seems to like take a couple more steps on the crate in some kind of defiant, how dare you action, and uh, returns to the depth of the Dawnweald. And the group returns to the village. And it is now turning to be uh, late evening. Yeah. And you guys now have the information that something deep out in the forest, there was transactions happening between children and strange men. Did we catch up to the Tieflish dude? Uh, he just fucking ran. Okay. So you don't know where he went. I think we should go back to uh, the woman who uh, hates him and see if we, she can tell us where he is. Uh, maybe he has some information we could use. Can anyone track him through the woods? Perhaps he can tell us what he sold the Dornish. Maybe, uh, Arvid here, you, you, you make big claims about your natural skills, now you say nothing. You can definitely do a survival check if you'd like to try to track them. Can I assist? Mm-hmm. But wait, what if his wild screaming and running with a bloody face was hard to track? <laughs> yeah, and you're, are you using guidance or aiding another? I'm just going to aid another. So you have advantage on this roll. I can just, it's, it's a silly image, but I picture like Herothax on all fours with Arvid on a leash. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, pretty good 18 total and in just a few minutes like on the way there you can see there's probably like a little hidden like clearing that he also had to like a hidey hole and he's ducked down hands over his head cowering and you just grab him by the trousers and pull him out Mm -hmm. he says I'm sorry I'm so sorry I didn't mean for that to happen don't worry about me I'll just take care of myself she tracked you all the way through the woods and you thought hiding in a hole 20 feet away was going to save you I thought I didn't have to run faster than the bear just faster than the people she'd eat (laughs) incredibly altruistic of you Mm. what did you sell did Dornish a dog, a real big one, a dire hound. A dire hound? Where did you find a dire hound? I had it imported from the north, near the border of Camaris. What on earth possessed you to do that? A lot of money. <laughs> this is a good motivator. Look, I, I have a side business dealing with strange exotic animals. It's been very fruitful, especially since I moved to Leone. What can I say? I'll, I'll stop. I'll never do it again. I'm very, very sorry. Just let me get on my way. I somewhat feel that we should crush him. 
I'm with you. Do you know where they live? No. This is Dornish. Where they've gone? Where ah, they're staying? Not a clue, and that's the truth. Uh, Harifax, have you ever tasted a tea thing before? I have not. Mm. Uh, Locke, can I make an insight check to see if when he said that's the truth, it was the truth? Please. Okay. Three. You're pr- pretty sure. <laughs> You're pretty sure. Yeah. Look, I'm going to get my things and just go out of town and never come back. Don't even worry about it. What else have you sold lately? Uh, not a lot of business in that regards other than small sales at the shop, but that's just normal shopkeep stuff. Leather armor, fine curved daggers, things like that. Drugs for children? No, I didn't sell no drugs to no children. <laughs> Bold accusation. <laughs> sounds like a pretty, sounds like a profitable business, though. <laughs> Perhaps you've planted a seed. <laughs> well done, Arvin. <laughs> no, Brilliant. I'm, I'm not going to sell. I'm a woodsman. I know, I know animals. I know how to trap them. I know how to cage them, and I know how to train them. That's what I do. But what can I say? The exotic ones that are illegal to sell tend to be worth more money, believe it or not. Well... I can't think of anything else to extract from this Murad. Look, just don't tell Lady Andreeva. Tell her I just left. I just left town. Never came back. And what is it worth to you that we tell you these things? So far you have caused us nothing but trouble and given us no information. Gosh, she'll kill me. Oh, oh, hold on while I worry about complete moron. I just wasted spell on you. <laughs> well, you get, got the information you wanted. Couldn't have done that if I was dead. Oh, yes, now we know they have dog. How old was the dog? It was a pup. Not too young, not too old. How big is it now? Pony. Pay me back for spell. How? 25 gold. I don't got 25 gold. I live in fucking Terrilli. Where you live does not matter. You're about to sell things. You just sold things. What, I, I didn't sell anything. Money? I was trying to sell you owlbears. I blew through that fucking dog money in no time. I think we either need to go or someone needs to eat him. Remind me not to heal idiots. Does that include or exclude party members? <laughs> and, uh, I think uh, based on the requirements, I think I would have to say it excludes party members. So you would, you'll would you decide if you want to take him back to town, kill him here, or let him go. I'm not a fan of murder. Let's let idiot go on his own. But uh, do me a favor. Take off your shoes. Oh, all right. Suffering is something everybody deserves to experience, and somehow I don't think you've suffered enough for this complete idiocy. I take his shoes, and I start walking away. Um, so you guys return having made your transaction with the man and the owlbear. You don't think you are ever going to see the likes of Sewell ever again. And you have freed two beautiful little baby cubs and returned to their mother as the uh, evening starts to fall upon Terilli. Look, owlbears are a force to be reckoned with. One time I saw one track a scared halfling 20 miles across frozen tundra on a windy day, only to turn the guy inside out like a dirty pair of drawers. Looks like the true nature of this team is really shining through as kind-hearted animal lovers. Kind-hearted? Took the man's shoes. That's stone cold. Well, tune in for more cunning action and exciting adventure on next week's League of Ultimate Questing. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Law. And Zach. And we want to thank all of the fans and followers we've gotten thus far. All of your support and kind reviews have been extremely inspirational to us. And the best thing you can do if you want to see us keep growing as a podcast is share the information with your friends. Word of mouth is so huge for a project like this. I also want to thank everybody who has made this podcast possible. Sam Frost playing Arvid, Alante Barakat playing Chris, 
Michael Loving playing Harithax and Law, most of all, our amazing GM and fantastic content creator. They make doing this every week an absolute delight. And I want to throw in a big thank you to Zach. He's been in charge of production and editing. It's a ton of work, and I'm really glad that he's on top of it because he has been killing it. And don't forget that you can catch us wherever podcasts are available. You can also follow our social media on Facebook or at Slap the Dash on Twitter, where you can get updates on our newest episodes every Monday and hot, fresh new content on Friday, courtesy of Law. But until next time, we wish you luck.